Hello, and welcome to the Federal Contracting Made Easy podcast, where we take the complex world of government contracting and break it into simple steps that any small business owner can master. Now, let me introduce your host, Nancy Byerly. Hello, and welcome to Federal Contracting Made Easy. This week's topic is capability statements and why you need them. First, let's begin. What is a capability statement? It is a business document containing your individual and organizational achievements, associations, and accreditations. The capability statement is the primary tool used by government officials or even prime contractors to formulate a first impression about your company. Everyone knows that you only get one chance to make a great first impression, so make sure that your capability statement stands out from the crowd. I recently met with two construction companies. I asked each company to send me a copy of their capability statement. When I got home, I checked my inbox, and lo and behold, each company had sent me a copy of the capability statement as I had asked. Great. However, the documents in my inbox were not capability statements. Sure, it contained the capabilities of the firm, but it missed the mark. These documents provided a brief history of the firm, past projects, core competencies, and how they excelled on projects. However, the material was over five pages in length. This is not a capability statement. However, the material was over five pages in length. This is not a capability statement. Remember that a capability statement needs to contain the above information, but it also needs to be in a format that is easily scannable by the reader. A capability statement needs to be relevant to the type of contract and the agency that you're seeking to market to. Thus, you may have multiple capability statements. Depending on the projects and agencies that you are seeking, Think of your capability statement as a living document that can change as your business grows and develops. You will also have a capability store for each joint venture or teaming opportunity. Don't worry, we'll walk you through the process of creating a capability statement. Once you have a format that you like, you can easily change the document to meet your needs. So let's begin, shall we? All right, preparation. It is vital that you spend some time getting to know the agency that you are marketing to. Federal agencies want you to sell to them. As a matter of fact, each agency website has a page that tells potential businesses how to do business with them. Spend time on each agency site and learn what their mission is and how you can enhance their mission. Think about how your business can help them succeed in meeting their goals and objectives. As you are investigating federal websites, make a note of critical issues that the agency are facing. Is there something that your business does that can streamline a process, produce the result faster, or lower costs? If so, note this is one of your key differentiators to include on your capability statement. Proper preparation is vital to success in the government contracting. Have you considered the following? Have you prepared your elevator speech? What is an elevator speech? It is a concise 20-second description of your expertise. Is your business registered with the System for Award Management, SAM? Do you have a DUNS number, CAGE code? North America Industry Classification Code, NATES codes, readily available. NATES codes are industry-specific and can be found at census.gov. Are your financial resources available to sustain the business while waiting for payment from the government? 
Do you have those resources available? The government can take up to 90 days to pay a contractor. So what are you going to do while you're waiting for payment? Can employees on staff perform the contract or will you have to hire more employees? Are materials or products readily available or will you need to ramp up the production to meet the government's needs? Do you have the facilities and equipment on hand to perform the contract? For construction, what is your bonding capacity? Have you taken any free government contracting courses offered at the U.S. Small Business Administration? Those are the things that you need to do to prepare yourself for the next part. And let's talk about that length. A capability statement needs to be concise. Two pages, no more than two pages front and back. If the absolute most, you can go three pages. However, if you prepare it correctly, there is no reason to go beyond the two pages. Design the, capa- the document. Design the document to be scanned quickly to obtain the relevant information. Remember, the goal of capability statement is to get the attention of government officials. Hopefully, this will lead to the government officials asking you to perform a capability briefing and eventually a contract. Content. Let's talk about what goes into a capability statement. The contents listed needs to be relevant to the person reviewing it. I have found it best to use bullet points. Summarize the information. Lastly, your capability statements needs to be easily searchable. It is imperative that the document is saved as a PDF. Not PowerPoint, not a Word document, not a publisher file. PDFs. As a former business opportunity specialist for the government, I have seen businesses use every type of data imaginable. What, <clears throat> whatever you do, name the document capability statement. This is very important. Please do yourself a favor and save the document as a PDF. Everyone has access to PDFs. Not everyone has access to other programs. Besides, you don't want anybody to be able to easily edit your document, do you? I know I don't. It is best to call the document a capability statement and place this heading at the top of the paper. This term is known throughout government contracting. This lets government officials know and prime contractors know that you are familiar with the federal process. Remember that a capability statement needs to have short bullet points and not long paragraphs. These bullet points need to be keyword heavy. This allows for quick visual scanning. Essential contact includes all government codes. Government codes, I'm talking about a DUNS number, a CAGE code, NATE's code, and brief references to relevant past performance. By brief, I mean a point of contact, email address, and phone number for each. Don't be surprised if a contacting official reaches out to the companies that you listed in your past performance to inquire about your capabilities. All right, let's talk about capability statement headings. To assist you in designing your capability statement, I've included vital headings for you. Company snapshot. Under company snapshot, you need to include your facilities or office locations, the geographical area that you serve, your DUNS number, your CAGE code, a point of contact, email address, phone number, fax number, bonding if it's applicable, website address. Under certifications, you're going to tell whether you're 8A certified, HUBZone certified, 
service-disabled veteran-owned small business, whether you're a women-owned small business or just a small business. Core capabilities. You're going to list what is your core capabilities. Now, key differentiators. Key differentiators are what sets you apart from your competition. Past performance. You're going to want to put the contract number, a brief description, a POC that the government can call, and POC contact information. Include pictures of your work on the capability statement. Include customer kudos and positive quotes regarding engagement experience or add case studies to add dimension to your capability statement. If you have any contracting vehicles like GSA schedules, basic ordering agreements, otherwise known as BOAs, you'd want to include those. It is the utmost importance to set yourself apart from your competition. The best way to do this is to state how you are different from your competitors. I have reviewed hundreds of capability statements, and the number one mistake companies have committed is they forget to list key differentiators. Don't have any federal contracting experience? No worries. Just enter your relevant past performance from your commercial projects instead. Once you have received a few federal contracts, you can slowly replace the commercial projects with the government projects. The key word here is relevant past performance for your capability statement. It needs to be relevant to the type of opportunity that you are seeking. Now let's talk about design. I have found that there's not any hard and fast rules when designing your capability statement. It needs to look pleasing to the eye with plenty of white space. I cannot stress enough the importance of white space on the document. No one is going to read a capability statement that is full of text. Feel free to let your creative juices run wild here. This, this brings up one last thought. You want to use quality coated thick paper when printing your capability statements. Paper this type will enhance the images and layout of the design. Branding. Your capability statement should match your brand. Remember that your branding is essential to your business. It needs to reflect your logo, company website, letterhead, and marketing materials. All the same colors. The most important thing to remember about your brand is be consistent. Using color in your capability statement helps add visual appearance to the document. It is best to use the same colors as your logos, letterheads, and company site. Now let's talk about business cards. Most people leave the back of their business card um, blank, and that's a perfect opportunity for take advantage of that and make it a mini capability statement. You'll want to have a separate one for the government than you do for your commercial. Be sure to include your DUNS number, cage code, and AIDS code as a minimum. Sometimes your capability statement will get misplaced, but generally contracting officers will hang on to business cards. I have had more than one contracting officer tell me that they lost a business's capability statement, but they remembered the company's name and searched for the business card. So what's the benefits of a capability statement? Well, it can be used for more than just marketing to the government. Here's some examples. It can open doors as you begin to build relationships with other businesses. It can be used to obtain meetings with decision makers. It can be used as a tool during conferences. It can inform decision makers. You can stand out from the crowd. You can market to prime contractors. It serves as an electronic summary. It sets you apart from your competitors and it represents you in your absence. It can migrate risks, proves that you know and understands the market. 
Remember, the government does not like risk. Often requested as part of the source's thoughts or request. On average, you have five seconds to capture the government official's attention. Or your capability statement goes to the bottom of the stack. Your capability statement needs to tell a story without using a lot of words. It needs to be cleaned and polished, and it needs to represent your, what your business does with pictures, bullet points, and differentiators. Therefore, a capability statement is one of the most important marketing tools that a company can have. By following the steps above, you can create a powerful capability statement that will open doors for your business. If you would like to see some examples, I have some on my website. If you go to federalcontractingmadeeasy.com, go to my website and you can find samples of some of the ones that I have developed for my clients. If you enjoyed this podcast, please do me a favor. Please support me by subscribing and providing a review. That would be greatly, greatly appreciated. Till next week, we'll talk to you later.